Sunshine, booby dooby, good day, not for nothing, booby dooby, Chris and Hi. Chris are here again. Hello. We want a podcast to our favorite friends. How you mm. doing? Uh, yeah, it's you know, it's a, it's a Wednesday. I'm Wednesday, fine. it's a hump day. Mm. Time to get over the hump. Yeah, <laughs> I guess so. All we can do is get over the hump. Maybe ha- maybe have sex. Hump on hump day. <laughs> maybe pet a camel. <laughs> Long ways. Get over the hump. Just don't have sex with a camel. Ooh. Someone has. You. Someone That's has. Gross. Someone has. Someone has probably had sex with everything. Like trees. Someone's had sex with a tree. Oh, you know. I mean, there's tree huggers. So there's got to be tree humpers. Yeah, there's definitely tree humpers. Yeah. Because. I can't think of a thing. I'm just looking out my window. I think everything's been fucked. <laughs> chain link fences. Someone's fucked a chain link fence at oh, some point. Sure. Yeah. 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 You're definitely, I mean, guys are definitely trying to stick their penises in whatever, like, open hole they can, basically. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Like a, bo- like a water bottle. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Find the right, find the right circumference. Yeah. Uh, for me, it's a pickle jar. Uh, no. Uh, I, uh, newspapers i don't know anyway uh, <laughs> you can find the right scenario i don't want to get too deep into the bestiality thing but i think uh, barring uh, birds and small rodents most everything's been fucked uh listen i yeah i wouldn't put it past anybody to, to try to stick their dick in whatever anything you know just to get over the hump just to just as gross as that is and the thought of that is is i can't even I can't believe we're having this conversation. Okay, yes. Good. We'll move on to something I find more, I'm more passionate about. Sure. Which is conspiracies. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I have done no research on this, but I heard from someone that there is or was a guy who was funding a tr- trip, a ship. Have you heard of this? To try to break through the ice wall to prove that the earth is flat. He's ramming a boat into Antarctica. Sure. Good luck. Try to get to the other side to find out where all the Illuminati live on the other side of the wall. (laughs) Now, I don't know (laughs) what the progress is with this person. From what I understand, he's been tweeting his progress, you know? Okay. And I got to think, there's not a lot of Wi-Fi out there on the uh, edge of the world, but we'll see what happens, you know? I'm sure he could use, uh, you know, Elon Musk's Starlink, you know, uh, whatever comm system thing. Oh, Chris, you just brought me beautifully to my next conspiracy. I mean, one goes hand in hand. Like, if you're not talking conspiracies and Elon Musk comes up, you're, you're, ta- you're doing it wrong. So, three nights ago, Sunday night, I'm in the kitchen, and Kristen's out front walking the dog. And she comes in she's like why didn't you answer your phone and i was like oh i i because I, I don't expect my phone to ring i never answer it i never i don't even know how to turn the ringer on i have no idea how to answer my phone uh and she's like i think i saw a ufo what and i was like what are you talking about 
And she's and th- she's not the kind of person that would ever say that. Never. She's like, I saw these string of lights in the sky, and they went from one side and flew over the top of me and hovered there and then left. And I was like, did you take a picture? And she was like, yes. And she had a picture. And sure enough, like in a, in a uh, vertical line, there's like seven lights all on a perfect string just above head. And I was like, did you get video? And she's like, no, I'm stupid. I'm like, why, why is everybody, how come no one can capture the unexplained in anything other than a grainy photo in 2023? Exactly. Yet, that's, you know, that's what she got. And I was like, well, the, I mean, I don't, like, UFOs are now, like, we're recognizing them as things. Maybe you saw a UFO. So I looked it up. On the internet, I said, string of light in the air, UFO. Mm -hmm. And it is Elon Musk. (laughs) (laughs) He's an alien. It's Starlink. They're just, they're satellite bands. And they're like, they're, as they get launched, they like, they like they're, sometimes they go, go over you. And like all of the reports were very recent and all the photographs were exactly the photograph she took. Yeah. Which then the conspiracy theorist to me is like, she was like, oh, fuck, I knew it would be fucking Elon Musk. And then was like over it. And I was like, well, maybe that's just what they want you to think. <laughs> you know? Like uh-huh. we can Elon Musk away most problems now. We're just like, he's become the catch all. We could be like, we never landed on the moon. And they'd be like, well, yeah, Elon Musk. You're like, ah, oh, yeah, I guess Elon Musk. You're like, it's just like, <laughs> hey, we can explain away everything. <laughs> Why are my taxes going up? Elon Musk. Oh, yeah, I forgot about him. You know, like it's. <laughs> <laughs> Why sure. do I have COVID? Like, it's seriously like he's, well, been, he's become the catch, the catch all for everything that's wrong. And I don't know for, for he's well, well deserved, you know. Uh, it's well deserved. We give we've given him all all the access to yeah. this, to space to to our purchase power yeah. to our co- communications. Yeah, uh, we've get, we've get, we've given him complete access. He now ha- is on like three percent of all of our automobiles, um, and it's fine. He's Hal, but I was like, fuck that, like fuck that, fuck that. He like he could he has enough power to be like. You didn't see aliens. You saw yeah. a string of lights. You know, and we're all like, "Fine." I don't know how satellites Tem- work. I don't want to do the research. I'm just gonna be like, "All right, thanks." Whatever random, like, website I saw this on. You know, modern scientific fan, whatever. You know, but it was explained away. Sure. And I kind of annoyed that it was like either on one hand he can have the air like that. He can basically be an alien and have UFOs. That part pisses me off. And if he's not, he's taking away my, my right to ha- have the unexplained. You know? I want the unexplained. Yeah, it's, it seems to be a weird uh, crossover because you, you wouldn't expect him to sort of uh, help explain the unexplainable, right? Like, you, you would think he, he like, you, like you were saying, he sort of, you would associate him more with, with the sort of conspiracy theories. Instead of trying to answer the conspiracy theories, like take away the conspiracy theories. Yeah. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. It's a bummer. I was like, fuck. Maybe that's what he's trying to do. He's, he's trying to play both sides and sort of make whatever he wants true be true. It's kind of what he's doing with Twitter, actually. Right? Is, he bought 
And now he's doing it, but he's making it whatever he wants it to be. And then people are just sort of like, well, this is, you know, like, whatever. I don't, you know, I don't know. I guess this is the truth. Yeah. Right. It's it's the whole like Trump playbook where it's just like you just gaslight everybody enough that they're just going to believe whatever they're being told. Or you tell them enough lies. That's what I mean. Yeah. Yeah. That the truth doesn't matter. Right. Or the lies don't matter. Yeah. This is, we don't need to turn this into a Joe Rogan podcast. But I did, <laughs> I did find it. I did find it frustrating because, like, bear in mind, this is a person, my wife, I mean, who, like, doesn't believe in the, she, she's very, she, she can, she can explain away everything, right? She's not, she's not one to believe in the fantastic. Once, she, one night, gonna... in the middle of the night, I saw a, uh, a burst of light. I saw an explosion over Jersey, Jersey City because we were like high up enough. And I was like, I woke her up. I said, I just saw something explode in the sky on Jersey City. And she was like, fuck you. You did it, liar. You know, like whatever. Stop drinking. You know? Uh, and then I looked it up and it was a transformer explosion. I found it and I was like, see, I did see something. And she's like, I guess. I guess I believe you now. And I was like, you're, you're, you so don't believe in anything possible that like I even have the proof and you're still like, no, you didn't see it, that's, maybe. That's crazy. She doesn't even believe what's actually the proof. Yeah. So she's uh, like, she's so anti, she's not anti-conspiracy. She just, she just doesn't, she's logical, I guess, is, or whatever, or a non-believer. She's a, she's a, she's a conspiracy atheist. <laughs> and I respect that stance. Sure. So it was cool when she was like, I, it, it finally happened to me. Like, I, I saw something. Yeah. And then it was just explained. I explained it away. I guess. In that now, she's, now she's just going to believe all the conspiracy theories. No, now she's just going to believe it's all Elon Musk. And she's probably right. <laughs> she's probably right. We should all just do it. Uh, so, yeah. Anyway, that was the. Uh, that, that was crazy that you just brought Elon into the conversation. And I don't know what's going on with this ice, this ice wall guy. But I should find out more because it sounds fun. It sounds funny. Does it? It just sounds probably kind of sad where he's just going to like keep ramming a boat. Like people have done this before, haven't they? They've tried to like break up the ice. I don't know. I don't know. But what I do know is There's that sh- is that if he succeeded, it would be it, if he fails, it would seem like he succeeded. Like if he died and just disappeared, they'd be like, right. well, he, then, he made it. He made right. it. Like, well, they, they killed him. Yeah. Before- out, he's know. just eating baby's blood on the other side of the wall now. He made it. He did. He's he's with the Illuminati, or they killed him. <laughs> I mean, they they have made ships for years in the past that were like the icebreaker ship. I didn't know this. Yeah, that's like how they tried to get like when, especially when they were like exploring back in the early 1900s, I think, and they were trying to like uh, break up the ice. I think they still do it. Uh. But I don't know if everyone's ever been t- completely successful. No. Or if everyone cares enough to like, I mean, you can't as a shelf either though. You're right. You're, you, I mean, you're just going to go around in a, eventually you're just going to go around in a circle and come right back to, you know, and you're going to be like, well, I still got to break through. So, you know what I mean? Like, you're not going to, if they, if they, if they did make it and they're like, it's flat, I would be like, no, they didn't because I am of Amundsen lineage. <laughs> I have to believe there's a South pole. It's like the only thing my family's got. Yeah. Is Roald Amundsen. Like, that's all we have. We have, like, the person that supposedly made it to the South Pole first. <laughs> and so, if that didn't happen, we're like, 
<laughs> we would be like the the. <laughs> this is gonna sound bad. Like the Italians that still celebrate Christopher Columbus. <laughs> yeah. They're like, we know history says that he was just lost and then claimed and then, you know, did all the wrong things and basically labeled an entire uh, pe people the wrong. Uh, right. But hey, come on down and have a Zeppeli. He also did it for <laughs> the Spanish uh, uh, colonies too, right? He was hired by the, uh, the Spanish Empire. Yeah, he? yeah, yeah. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Right. Every, yeah. So, so that would be me. I would yeah. be like, I would still be like, it's, it's round. <laughs> It's fuck that guy. It's still round. We did it. We made it. I there's just I don't know, man. They're, people are just is this guy like a billionaire or something too? Because it's gonna cost him a shitload of fucking. I, money. I've done zero research on this, but I'm guessing he's got some money. It's also like this guy. You just actually remind me. There was a story I saw a couple weeks ago where this guy, uh, he basically built himself a floating, inflatable hamster wheel. Okay. Okay. It floats. It, yeah, it's it's like an, it's like a big round like on, clear, floats on water or air. Uh, on water. Okay. And he was going to hamster wheel himself from America to fucking Europe across the Atlantic Ocean. Dude, what are you talking about? He's gonna walk to Europe. Basically, it's like, are, how stupid are you? That can't be done. Yeah, he got. I think I can't even remember. You couldn't get across the East River. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He like he might have made it like I want to say maybe it, I don't even know if he made it a hundred miles. No way. He, he made it farther than I was expecting him to make it. Or and all the story was and then I think that he had to be, he basically had to be rescued. The Coast Guard was like, "Dude, you're a fucking idiot." Yeah, you guys got thrashed around. Yeah, I like I'm surprised he made it that far out to sea. Man, that must have been scary. But I, like, think but is, how scary? Also, like, where is it? Where is he even? Like, how does he keep track of where he's going in a yeah, wheel? Yeah, exactly. And the current's just gonna take him. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, man, and the, they should have uh, just left him out there. Seriously, I honestly, I'm I'm beginning to believe that people should just pay for the price for their own stupidity. You, you just like stop saving people from themselves. Yeah, like, like if, if, if he you, wants this, these parkour guys that like jump off of buildings. If they yeah. fall, they fall. That's yeah. it. That's on them. That's on them. Yeah, yeah. It's right. Basically the same thing. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Wow. Who, who the guy who went with his fucking submarine and people paid a hundred million or a hundred thousand dollars or whatever to go in that fucking submarine to the Titanic and then they died. Yeah, you know, like, you, you know, where you can see the Titanic yeah. on YouTube. <laughs> it's free. Yeah, they made a movie about it about yeah. twenty years yeah. ago. You don't have to. You don't have to go in the ocean. <laughs> <laughs> when a <I> guy. <got> <laughs> That guy was just trying to make money. The people I, that went with him, they're, yeah, they're, they're the dummies. Dumb. They're all dumb. Yeah. That guy, like, he sealed themselves. They riveted him. Like, rivets. Like, a, on a fucking car wheel. Like, they sealed him in with a, with a fucking air gun. Yeah. Like, they couldn't get out of it even if they wanted to out of yeah. that thing. You built you a fucking the, coffin. You mean the, the Titanic guys? Yeah. Oh, they just exploded. They imploded. They were crushed oh, to bits immediately. That's what I like, but they they sealed it. They couldn't even have an escape hatch. So they remember when it happened, and they were like, "I." Someone was like, "Oh, this submarine's been, gone missing, mm -hmm. and they only have X amount of oxygen." Yeah. And then, as it turns out, they just immediately imploded. Like yeah. that does it, it, That's one of those instances where you're like, "Well, at least they didn't have to like look at each other and weep and be like, we're fucked and yeah. panic and then slowly die." Like yeah. that's one of those. That's like to me the best like they they lucked out. 
They lucked out that they got imploded. Sure. I, I don't know if you could say there's any sort of lucking out in any of that. Thing. Well, out of those two scenarios, that's... I mean, at, at some point, I feel like that whole thing is going to be like, all right, we have no power. We have no communications. There's, like, it's starting to buckle. Like, there's, even if it's, like, within a minute, you're still, like, there's this moment where you're like, oh, shit, we're going to fucking die here. Yeah. And yeah. I just, like, and the, like, the guy who brought his teenage son who didn't want to go, whatever the whole scenario is, whatever it turned out to be, like... All of it's just fucking, it just, people are, stop being so fucking dumb. Stop believing that this guy could take you to the Titanic in this piece of shit fucking submarine. Yeah, Titanic. You better than everybody else, even though fucking James Cameron, who has done it dozens of times, it was like, this is a bad idea, don't do this, was like, fuck you, James Cameron, I know what I'm doing. Yeah, well, James Cameron, I mean, I wouldn't take it. Listen, I'm not a James Cameron fan. (laughs) But the guy has successfully done it, uh, you know. Well, because he did it, weirdly. The here's the I just this just popped in my head Titanic and titanium the the material that makes it that far is titanium but this other guy tried to use like carbon slash and titanium and the carbon the carbon imploded not yeah. titanium and so wouldn't you just use the cheaped out use the material that's in the name Titanic <laughs> that's what I'm saying he cheaped out on fucking everything it's not carbonic you used to not going to see the carbonic computer game troller for a fucking steering wheel really like, like how does anybody look at that and go oh you know what i know i believe that that's a good idea. i know he must have been a hell of a salesperson like a truly great salesperson I, well there are people are just that dumb then maybe i don't know who knows everyone wants to do something that makes them feel special i think it goes back to the like money doesn't buy you happiness thing i think a little bit although i think it does uh I, to some degree i'm sure it, uh, it does to some degree but it doesn't really buy you happiness no uh so anyway, we could get off of this. I still, I, 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 we should do a little more research. I want to do a little more research. I want to see what happened to this guy. I should have, I should have come, I should have come prepared today. I didn't. Uh, he might be through the, we might now know that the earth is flat. Not for none, but we never do the research or the work. Yeah, we don't do the, we'll do the work someday. Um, before we jump into sports, well, this is sports related. Have you been watching wrestlers on Netflix? No. Well. It is fantastic. Uh, it is a, it's a mini-doc series about uh, OVW, Ohio Valley Wrestling, which is the only wrestling, broad, it's the only wrestling league uh, that broadcasts weekly uh, besides WWE. And they, they were like a feeder league for the, uh, the WWE for years. Like John Cena came out of there and Brock Lesnar. Um, they no longer are. They're kind of just their own independent thing. They're they're based out of like Louisville, uh, somewhere in Kentucky, and it's just like the. It's basically like it was started by this guy Al Snow, and I don't know if you know wrestling, but he was like a medium popular guy around the mankind era. He carried a head around with him. It was the dumbest gimmick. Yeah, but he's he he's like running it, and it gets purchased by these these this guy's running for mayor. And another guy who's like a, a a radio host, and it's like it's just really good reality TV. And this guy Al Snow just like will not stop doing these weekly broadcasts, and like he'll do like a pay per view, and he'll like he'll film it and all the shit, and he'll get like sixty subscribers, and he just keeps going. <laughs> and I was like, I had this revelation that we are the OVW of podcasting. <laughs> Yes, yes, we are. We just keep doing it for sixty people, but that's yeah. fine. That's fine. 
We're just we're yeah. It, it, it's important to those hill toothless hillbillies that come out each week. Yes. Yeah. And wait. Listen to us. The OVW fans. I, yeah, and so I'm I, I'm fine with it. I think it's like it's nice to know we have kindred spirits out there yeah. in the form of Al Snow yeah. and Hollywood Haley J and all these wrestlers that just are like de- desperate. Like it just it's it's so it's so good. It's 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 a, such a great little series, and I I highly recommend it for those listeners out there. Um, it's got twists and turns, but it also just gives you like sort of a slice of life. Um, which is good. And it's not too exploitative. Exploitive. Um, I think at the end of the day, it's good for OVW, you know? Sure, sure. Puts, puts eyeballs on him. And uh, people, most people come across pretty good, you know? Even Al, especially Al Snow. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. It's good. I, re- I recommend it. Uh, I, I, I just love wrestling documentaries. More than I like wrestling, I like wrestling documentaries, and this one was particular. It caught, caught me off guard. I was surprised that I liked it as much as I did. Okay, great. Check it out. Shameless yeah. plug. <laughs> uh, and then uh, we can get into sports because we have, uh, can we talk about WNBA really quickly? Absolutely. Before we get into football? We don't even have to talk really quickly. Okay. Uh, well, speaking of, speaking of this podcast and our reach, uh, I, think we're tur- I think we've turned a couple people into like at least WNBA uh, like, at least they're, they're taking it seriously. And, sure. And I, f- I feel good about that. I feel like w- one person at a time uh, mm-hmm. is a good thing. And I also mm-hmm. think that, like, you know, like, I, I watched while I was on vacation, and, and, pe- and the couple we were with were like, wow, we didn't realize you really liked the W. You're making us watch it. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, they sat on their phones, but they, I they did. <laughs> we watched it, and like, and uh, the it was. I was like, yeah, I I'm, I genuinely want to watch this, and and the games have been. I mean, so now we're into the we're 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 getting to the end of the first round of the playoffs. We have the. Uh, I think it's probably safe to say we have. Well, we don't. We have three of the four teams right. Advancing into the next round of the playoff, we got the the aces, the wings. The Liberty, and then whoever comes out of this uh, Lynx Sun series, right? Right, which I think is tonight. I think it's tonight. Decisive game three. Decisive game three. I am now grateful, the, though the Mystics put up a great fight and and played. They're they're they've got the core, you know. They've got a core of a. They've got Cloud and Sykes will be a a, a good duo for that team to build on. Uh, they're they're going to be a decent team for a while, I think. Um. So good kudos to them. They they I think they played two really good games against the Liberty, but they're out. And now the Liberty get to play the winner of the Suns Lynx game. Which I think is a which I think that's great news. Yeah, I, I was thinking as I was watching the game last night, uh and coincidentally enough, um my wife also was like she was kind of into the game a little bit. I was like, should we watch the game or do you want to watch like a show or something? And she was like, uh, I don't know. The game's kind of fun. She's like, I think I really like. Oh, and then she was like, why didn't we go to the game tonight? I know. 17,789 people went. Yeah. And That's, then. Do you know how many people went to the last Knicks playoff game? 19,000. Yeah. Like this, the, the Aces put up 9,000 people. That's still great. The Wings had six, but like 17,000 people went to that Liberty game last night. Incredible. It's awesome. We should have gone. Yeah. 
but I think I've got my wife just like I, I told her I was like let's just let's watch all the like the playoff games yeah we'll never do that she's never wanted to do any like even baseball like she doesn't even do that for when the Yankees are in the baseball in the in the playoffs and she was like yeah that sounds great so I was like I think I got her on like I was like now I can maybe watch all the games but anyway uh that's a great win but it was a great win uh, yes and but I was thinking also that while I was watching the Liberty game that they, I was like is it possible that this is their toughest matchup of the playoffs the Mystics yeah yeah I mean they they match up poorly against them Cloud and Sykes are 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 gonna get their points and and it wasn't a great Brianna Stewart series mm-hmm. which is good like that's a k- kind of good I you know Ionescu scoring seven threes and being and giving Ryan Rucco one of the greatest calls in WNBA history was awesome. That first game was fucking awesome. And, and, and shout outs to, to great mystics lifetime fan, RJ Weaver for saying <laughs> the obvious, I just don't like her. And I get it. Like if I was, I, if I was, a, if I didn't like the Liberty, I wouldn't like her either. And you don't like her and you like the Liberty. So like I, she is annoying, but she's like the best kind of annoying. She's like Marcus smart. Like you want her, hitting mm-hmm. those shots for your team. And that's an awesome thing. That's a, that to me is like, the, that's the makings of a championship team. Like they just feel, even though they're not playing Johannes, like, I think you're right. I think that the mystics might've been their toughest matchup. I've, I'm really feel grateful that like Suns look clumsy links or whatever you think they're better than they are. But last night, the wings, Holy fuck, dude, Ooh, man, they were so, they, they were playing so fast and, and just like, pedal like uh, dude the ace that aces wing series is gonna be something mm-hmm. it's gonna be something because they the, uh, the aces struggle against teams that fucking constantly press mm-hmm. and i and man i i think the wings can fucking beat them i mean they can yeah yeah, yeah. I, honestly connecticut if connecticut comes out of this it beats minnesota tonight and they match up against liberty i mean the connecticut can also beat the liberty too not like, worried not worried I'm, I'm brimming with confidence i'm not okay. worried about either uh, of those teams yeah that's fine uh i will say though too though with in in sort of against my own sort of statement there that if the liberty and aces match up in the finals or even the wings match up it it might be I I I'll, I might be eating my own words about the, the the mystics sort of matching up, you know, sort of being the toughest uh, series. Just lean into it. It was a good. It was a. It was just brazen. Like, I know. I'm just saying. Like they went to overtime. It was two really close games. Uh, but um, you know, it felt like yes, it felt like they're they're sort of they match up well against them. Anybody else does? But come on, man, it's the fucking you know Las Vegas Aces, and if you made them in the finals, like nothing, nothing's getting there. No doubt about it. And I but, I agree that the that the playoff. The three games is awesome, but but not going back and forth is kind of bullshit. Kind of bullshit. I don't really I think it's mind bullshit. It. It's kind of bullshit though for everyone. Like it's bullshit for the team that doesn't ever get to go home. But it's also kind of bullshit for the home team if they lose one, they have to go play a decisive game, right on, the, on road. the road, right. Which kind of it, maybe that's cool. Maybe it is cool because it's also like just win your fucking games. Yeah, just win your games, right? Win yeah, maybe game. it is cool. I, yeah, and I think it's because we were talking about this too with, in a text with you and RJ and stuff, and I was thinking about it. I never really had a comeback for it, but the more I thought about it was like, if I think we're just sort of used to the format where everybody sort of gets, right? We've done it in basketball and football, or not football, but we've done it in basketball and, and I guess baseball where they've, they've, they can never figure out a fair thing, right? Yeah. And they, they end up usually going to like the 2-2-1-1-1 kind of thing. 
And we're just sort of used to it in, in, in American sports where everybody should get a home game at some point in the playoffs. Then you got to earn it. Right. But you, yeah, but that's, that, that was kind of my thinking is like, just because that's the way it's done, you know, just to kind of be some sense of fair, but I, I don't, I'm kind of, I'm kind of growing enjoy this a little bit more like like minnesota went and they beat one in connecticut so they get to go home now and play game three on their home court and that's like okay like i don't i I guess it's because it's only because if you have a if you have a horse in this race that you really care yeah but i think that but well that's a good point that's a good point cool format like can you imagine if if the nba did this if the nba even did first rounds if they did best of threes I mean, would they? Would those teams just be fucking going all out in three they games? They used to. They used to, right? right? Wasn't it best of three, or was it best of five? Right? It was best of five in the early days. You're doing, yeah, yeah. I don't, yeah. But and then if like if you don't get if you don't get a game, like you know, like I, I don't. I, I think it would be weird if it was like if it was they a five. Wouldn't, they wouldn't do it in the NBA because of revenue, like right. ticket sales. Like you need to have a game. Like if you make why why make the playoffs at all if you right. don't have a right. chance of going home? And if and it's maybe, a five series you can't do it either i don't think you can't go three no you can't go three but so then maybe we should just be grateful that the the nba can do can or the WNBA is what it is you know that it can can do this it's a unique opportunity for them it's not tarnished yeah 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 i like that yeah i i I think i like that i like this actually i think i'm 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 pro i think you made i think you changed my mind and yeah and honestly like I, d- I mean, can you imagine the Mystics won last night over. The, like I, I, I was. I'd be fucking. I, I'd be f- f- shaking in my boots. They won. Was, it, they almost yeah. won an OT. Yeah, there's no guarantee that they were actually gonna just win that game. I have one last one last comment I want to say on the on the WNBA. Besides the fact that it's fucking stupid that they're playing Sunday, like Liberty play at one o'clock on Sunday. Like, oh. give me a fucking break. Uh, but I. I was watching the the Wings game last night, and they did a they did a in the seat interview with Dirk Nowitzki. Yeah, I saw that. He's so smart. He knows the all the players. He knows the league so well, and he's so good at talking. He's like <laughs> a great interview. Like Dirk could Dirk could be on TV. Like Dirk yeah. could be on TV, and yeah. it was just nice to see like a like a player of his caliber. Not just at, at the game. Kyle Lowry seems to come to a lot of games, which is cool, but I don't think he would be like as eloquent as Nowitzki was on the players, their development, their, their skill set. I was like, I was really impressed. Good. I was actually more impressed that Jason Kidd was on the other side of the interviewer and she was like, she mentioned his name, but she didn't even like bother like trying to talk to him. Yeah, well, he's a wife beater. Right. Well, that's what I, that's what that's I love. The, that's not the look for the league. Like, you know? Right. It's just like, yeah, we're going we're, we're gonna to basically ignore you. Yeah. I, I really appreciated it. Good point. I was, just, I was like, yes. I like, I, you know, there's a support system out there for people like us and Turks in it, you know? Like, it's nice. I like to see Mikhail Bridges at games. Like, it, anytime I see a, a player at a game, I get, I'm like, I like that guy. Mm-hmm. Except mm-hmm. Jason Kidd. I'll never like that guy. Oh, no, no, yeah. no. no. He could work at a women's shelter, and I wouldn't like him. Uh, <laughs> anyway, because he'd be the reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. He's just he's just out there like c- combing for talent. He's just like, ooh, yeah, ooh, she looks she looks vulnerable. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, I, w- I want to point out because uh, we're talking about WNBA, and I I, I saw this um, this woman. I don't know who she is. I didn't I didn't actually look her up, but I think she's connected to women's sports and especially WNBA and stuff names, Haley Rosen, but she tweeted this thing. And I thought it was really, it was, it was the best 
sort of most succinct, uh, pointed um, sort of information about sort of women's sports and, 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 and men's sports. And her, what she wrote, this is what she wrote. Part of what makes men's sports so successful is how easy it is to be a casual fan. Right now, in women's sports, you have to put in a diehard fan's effort to get the most basic information. And that's what needs to change. That's great. And I thought that was so perfect. Like, yes, like it's so hard. Like when I try to like look up stuff, you know, with like facts or information or like sometimes even stats and stuff for like women's stuff. And I'm always like, you know, trying to, I'm interested in looking at that stuff. Like I have to, you have to dig deep. It's not so easy just to sort of pull up or find, you know, or basketball even store. reference. Basketball, yeah, or just basketball references does actually a pretty good job. But it's just like, there's just, there's not enough stories out there. There's not enough you know, stuff where you could just, uh, men's sports, like they basically give you the information during the game. Like, yeah, they, they, I, I, I totally agree. And I've, I'm a bit of a bitch about this. Like I get upset when I watch like a playoff game or like when they were doing that mid season tournament, the government's cup or whatever. Right. And, uh, and you know, they're giving up basic stats about like Johannes and like where she put, and I'm like, it makes me mad. Cause I'm like, I, I know this and fuck you, you know, it's like the gen X gatekeeper in me, but I need to let that go because there are like, you're, you're right. Like they should get that information. I would, I would double down on that. And I think that there isn't enough attention paid to the history of WNBA players. Yeah. I don't think they celebrate their past the way that the NBA does or any sport really. Like yep. I, I don't think there's enough like callback to the greats that like pave the way, you know what I mean? And I, and I, I think it's a, it's a, that, that to me hurts a little bit about like the casual fan thing. Like there isn't enough legacy mm. appreciated. And I, I think, I do think uh, they've made a push last mm. at least two years where you start seeing more like Cheryl swoops is at some of the games. She's, she's actually doing some, um, she's actually doing some play-by-play stuff, you know, like on the broadcast teams on, on some places like she's, and there's been, I think uh, there's been a couple other ones too. And I, I'm, I'm, I'm just losing their names. But um, I've noticed them more and more being, and they're, or they're just at the games, right? They're at the, they're at the like the Vegas games or wherever they are. Um, that you see some more players, like you know, we saw a few of them, like the old. There was the the old Liberty player. She was like on the court side baseline when we went to the game, right? And they called her out. You know, no, but, and she, I'd never heard of her. And, yeah, me too. And when we were watching her, she was like in the ref's face, like she was like a great person to have at the game. Yeah, but I don't. I think probably. Two percent of the audience knew who the fuck she was. Yeah, totally, exactly. But my point is that yeah, I I feel like I feel like also the older and retired WNBA players themselves are sort of coming back around because it's it's getting a little more exposure or they're helping grow and 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 sort of uh, tying it all kind of in together and making a, you know sort of, sort of a bigger thing. The league needs Liberty Aces for the finals. I think it would be great. Absolutely. And I think that this like back and forth with like the Player of the Year on those you know like. Yeah, it's Asia, it's, it's Stewie, it's Asia, Stewie. Yep. Like, I think that there's I saw, the, the come up, like Sykes is now a name, Jules is now a name, like you can have great players on, lo- on lower teams and, and I think the one thing that hurt the WNBA, to be honest with you, was like the entire WNBA story last year was Brittany Griner yeah. and it, was, it had negative context and it was polarizing people right. and so to, to, get, to get over that this year a little bit and to have these two really explosive teams that are selling out arenas, not just in the playoffs, but in the regular season, but especially in the playoffs, is that, like, 
it's good, you know? It's good. It's good. It's a, it, the trajectory is up. And that's fun for us, you know, people yeah. that have been watching and kind of like in the shadows. <laughs> Just in the dark. It's fun, you know. I'm, I'm. It's fun, and it's fucking good, and that's just really what it boils down to. But I, I couldn't agree with that uh, person's statement, Haley Rosen's statement, uh, more. Yeah, it's just so. It's it's also the job of the media to do that. Absolutely, absolutely. It's yes, and 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 ESPN. If you go on ESPN during a game that they're broadcasting, they'll it'll be on their homepage, but. Outside of that, it's buried. It's not even in the, it's not, you know, it's just buried. And right. it's like, why is it, well, like, you, you pick it, you, you're going to put a, a, like, a bullshit story up, you know? This is probably what, like, soccer fans have felt for a long time, but it's like, maybe make it a little more consistent. Maybe make it a little more regular and just put it out there and, and act. I mean, who fucking cares if it's, if it's not read as much as the other things? Like, right. just, just. But just give it a little more, uh, you know, priority or, or spotlight on yeah, it. Just priority yeah. spotlight. Absolutely. Exactly. All right. All right. So box exited. Let's go to the greatest sport in town, the NFL, <laughs> a place where players get carted off the, sea, the field regularly and we don't seem to care. Man, I am so glad I am not playing fantasy football this year. It, I had J.K. Dobbins and Nick Chubb. It's like oh, every week. I, I, every week I'm losing. I'm losing both of those. Every week I lose another running back. Yeah. It's, it, it also does. I don't really care. I think what I care more about is like watching that game and Nick Chubb gets injured. And they were like immediately like, we're not going to show you the injury because it's so gruesome. And I'm like, you're not showing us the injury because you don't want people to see how gross this game is. Like you replayed the fucking a guy dying on the field. Like. If people don't want to look, they can look away, tell them. But like the reality of the situation is it's a grossly brutal game. Mm-hmm. And, and if you're not going to show that to people, all you're doing is covering it up. And the fact that like no one's really talking about how it, we're two weeks in and we've lost two of the best running backs, a lot of O-linemen, the, the, one of the bigger quarterbacks in the league, is we still have 15 weeks to go and no one wants to talk about it. It's yeah. a little absurd. Uh, I mean, well, mm. Adam Schefter wants to talk about it because he gets fucking because he gets clicks. But like, yeah, well, yeah. Outside of that, I don't like. I would, the, the, I would hope that they have learned to like stop doing those replays, right? Like from like the Hamlin thing and all these things, and maybe and like and, and I say, all, show them. I say show them. Fuck them. Fuck them. Show them. Show them how see, bad it is. I don't need to see it. Then turn away. People can't, people aren't going to turn away. I would turn away. I'm. Uh, yeah. We're going to just agree to disagree here. That's fine. That's fine. I just don't like, I don't need to see it. I don't want to watch it. I don't want to, you know, like, I know it's a brutal game. I, I already know that. I don't need to, it to be jammed down my throat two dozen times from every different fucking angle to see that like has fucking knee. But I think it's like kind of like not being addressed is like, is like, it's a, it's up. bad. Like, it is bad. We all know it's bad. We just, don't, I just don't feel like you need to see, you know, I, I don't know, man. I, whatever. Okay. You could, I'm sure you could find it online somewhere if you wanted to. Uh, yeah, you probably could. You know, and uh, that's if you want to go see it, you can go find it. You can put in the effort. Do you want to talk? Do these picks? Yes. Two points. One, I was nine and seven yet again. You were eight and eight. Still, mm-hmm. both people above five hundred. You're doing better than me for the season. Mm-hmm. The under got demolished in week two. It was over city. So don't listen. Yeah, it was over city. 
And I, I, I wonder if that's just more conspiracy. It's like the league is like, oh, people are going to bet the under because last week was all unders. Let's let them score a little more this week. Give them a little bump. I think there's, I think there's, a, I think I just, it, to me, that's look into it. It's not a fluke. The same way that uh, McVeigh is definitely gambling or just <laughs> fucking with gamblers. Either way, I like it. Yeah. I'm I, so in on the Rams this season. I know you know this already. Yeah. I picked them to make the playoffs. I like, they got some rando dude who's like basically proven that Cooper Cup isn't that good. He's a system quarterback or system wide receiver. <laughs> What's his name? Puka. Puka? Puka Nakua. Puka, which in, uh, in Hawaiian pigeon is whole. Hmm. You'd be like, could you put this in that Puka? So it's funny that his name is whole. Um, uh, I like the Rams, and I like McVay for fucking with the, the line. I don't know the exact story, Chris. You might be able to explain it better, but he kicked a field goal late or something to fuck the line. They were down by 10, and the, uh, within two, like under two minutes, the Rams are driving. They had no timeout, so they just got as far down the field as possible. And usually, in those situations, in in in, in probably I would say the vast majority of games is like even though you're down two scores, everyone still tries to get at least to get the touchdown. Yeah. And they they were too far away, and they didn't have enough time. And so instead of like just throwing one down towards the end zone or something, they stopped the clock with like three seconds left, and McVeigh kicked a field goal. Yeah. And like nobody ever just kicks a field goal just to kick a field goal, but. It happened to be that the majority of people had the line seven and a half, seven and a half. So he got that half a point. He covered I and people it. just like, they just were beside. I was, I, for a minute, I was even like, dude, is this guy, he just do that on fucking purpose. I think he did. Felt like he did it on purpose a little bit. And he even, I felt like he even had like a little fucking smile on the sidelines or something when he did it. He had a little smirk. I'm not sure though. Maybe that was just me just sort of seeing things or whatever. But it, yeah, and then I immediately went on, I immediately went on Twitter and it was just conspiracy th- theory, like all up and down the fucking thing. Like there was, everybody was like this motherfucker. I love it. Yeah. And then of course he's like, I have no idea what this, the point spread is and everything. Well, I'm like, of course well. he can't say that he will get, right. he will get suspended forever. So like, yeah, of course. that's of course, it's not going to be like, yeah, <laughs> I did yeah. it. You know, like, of yeah. course not. I, I love it. Um, Carolina had a similar thing. Basically it wasn't like they, they basically scored like a meaningless now now um, but that wasn't that wasn't like to no that was new orleans fault because they played they played the they played a soft uh that's the only drive i watched it's only part of that game i watched yeah basically new orleans is basically handed them a touchdown yeah and that was that was i was i that was an l for me because i picked the carolina to cover and that was an l and i was like fuck i'm gonna lose these last two games on monday night i'm gonna have a losing record for the week and by the grace of fucking god of new orleans was like they just did the dumbest thing possible, and I think even the head coach knew it because he was just like pissed. Yeah, but it's like, yeah, it's like, and even the commentators were even like, "This is why you don't play this sort of." I can't even think of the term now. What they usually play, what you know, just like sort of like soft zone, whatever. Yeah, it is, yeah. yeah, yeah. But you end up giving because they can just march down the field like five yards at a time and stuff. I have one more conspiracy, and this Great. is not conspiracy. This is fact. Arizona is <laughs> tanking. That do, Giants fans need not believe in their team. That was a tank job of the greatest. I, I, I was astonished. I wasn't watching the game, but I listened to it because I had uh, the Giants in my suicide pool because I've just been choosing the teams they play against Arizona because I believe Arizona's tanking. They, that, that was like such the most bullshit, 
like I I can't say that like they like I can't give you exact examples because I didn't watch the game. I listened to it, but from but based on Carl Banks' reaction to what was happening and how stupid and dumb he and gullible he is, I was like, oh my god, Arizona's losing this game on purpose, and they did. They lost the game on purpose. So congratulations to the New York Giants for not really winning a game, basically getting twenty one points scored against them by the worst team in football, and then pretending like they like made some miraculous comeback. They didn't. But that, see, that's the problem I have with this, though, is that Arizona's not scoring 28 points trying to lose a game. Disagree. Like, you're not, you're not, you're just not going to score points then. Disagree. You're just one of these guys that doesn't think the NFL teams tank. You're the last one. You're the last holdout of this concept that you can't take in the NFL. And g- good job. You know, they're also never going to run the option in the NFL. You can, like, you can be like the intern who was like, there'll never be a day when they run the option in the NFL. And now they're just running the option all the time. They're tanking. It's a fact. That game was bullshit. I, uh, I have... The, <laughs> now, it is. hold on. Now, they might have... Mm, I, I don't know how to explain it. I, I just don't know how you can explain them scoring 20. 20 points is a lot of fucking points. I, it's like, let, a, let it rip. Let's see what we got. And then it's like, alright guys, now let's scheme it back. And it's not the players. They just fucking call bad plays. And, and it's, you know, maybe it takes them two quarters to figure out how, what the the Giants are doing exactly on defense to be predictable enough to suck on offense. All right, whatever. Yeah. Have your your little fucking Elon Musk theory. Oh, I'm right. Uh, <laughs> anyway, week three. This yes. week's NFL picks are brought to you by Electromagnetic Radio. You can hear us live uh, to tape on Electromagnetic Radio. Whoa, <laughs> whoa, whoa, whoa. Tune in, listen to some hits. All right, Thursday, September 21st. Speaking of your New York Giants, they play, uh, they play the Amazon night game. Giants plus 10 in San Francisco. Now, Chris, hold on. Before we even Take get Take the under. Okay. Keep Before going. we get there, this week has, has five games that have at least a spread of eight points or more. Wow. Right? I guess the Sharps have figured it out. First two weeks, I don't even think they had five combined. No, I know. That's crazy. Like, they had one in week one, and I think they had two or three in in last week. Uh, So I don't know if this is an overcorrection of of, of Vegas or or sort of an overcorrection of people's perceptions of these teams of like, yeah, we can sort of stretch these out a little bit more. the Lions feel a little... Like, if you look at that Giants-Frisco line, right? Ten points. Right. If it was like... Eight or nine, you might hit the Giants, but oh no, sorry you you would take the you would you would take San Francisco. You'd be right. like, oh, they'll cover a touchdown, maybe even three, like nine. But yeah. ten suddenly makes you pause. You're like, could they really beat a team by ten? Does anyone win by ten? Yeah. And then, you're, and then like that. So the in that example, I think the lines kind of are justifiable because all they do is make gamblers question themselves. Right. Totally. And it's I think that's always the problem is that we're f- trying to figure out like. You know, they set this line because they think they can win by 10. It's like, no, they just want people to gamble both ways. So I'm like, yeah, exactly. So the only thing I was looking at is that here's, here's the double digits uh, spreads for the first two weeks. Week one was Houston and Baltimore. Baltimore was minus 10. They, they easily covered like plus 16 or minus 16, um, basically. Uh, week two, there was a few of them. There was Jets at Dallas was minus nine. 
Uh, and then, and then uh, the the other game was was Buffalo minus eight and a half uh, against Vegas, which they easily covered. So basically, it was telling me that w- the only thing I could decipher from that, and there was a couple other like plus seven and a half and stuff, but I'm not I'm not going to count. Basically, my point is here is that all the teams that were even close to double digits or double digits was a really good team that played a really shitty. Huh. And they covered, they covered easily. So going into this week, I'm like, I, I don't know if the Giants, I don't think the Giants are that shitty of a team where they can score some points. Uh, and, and teams have, and teams have you know, scored a few, uh, a few points against San Francisco here now, too. Um, so I'm, I, as, much as, I, as much as I, as much as, not the Steelers, I guess, no, but I guess San Francisco minus 10, because as much as I want to, I want to, I think they cover that, I, I just, I, on this one, I've got to take the points, I think. I'm going to take the points, too, even though I think the Giants are a fucking farce. In fact, I'm not. I'm going to stick with my guns, and I'm going to take the San okay. Francisco minus 10. Yeah, okay. I think the Giants right. suck. Uh, I think the Giants truly suck. Yeah, I think my, my other problem, though, is like, you know, even, even this year so far and last year, like the first couple of weeks, the dogs are always covering. And it, it just gives me like, I, I, I wanted to go into this week going, I'm just, you know what? Maybe my, my system just for week three is just like take the, take the dogs and see what happens. And, and I'll probably come out ahead. Well, I, but I, I, I thought that when we, I first looked at these lines, but I'm, now that I'm going keep through each game, I'm just going to find right. it. Well, here, and here's another one. Starting Sundays, Buffalo minus six and a half on, against Washington. Yeah. I, I'm not going to take, I'm not going to take Buffalo, who I think is bullshit, a one and one team. Washington is two and oh, and everybody hates, who's like somehow scoring points. I just, I'll, points. I'll take the there. six and a half. That feels like an, I, like, that just feels like the safer bet. Yeah, it's a home dog. Bienemy, man, he, that guy. There's a couple of teams who fucking fucked up over the offseason. Jets were one of them, and I, I, there was another team. Oh, Chicago was probably the other one, where they didn't hire fucking Bienemy to be their offensive coordinator because he's he's a proven system guy there who just who you could who works and you could score points uh, even with fucking Sam Howell and stuff. Uh, all right, moving on. Denver plus six and a half in Miami. Now here's one. Where I think like the home, the team, especially the home team, is far superior to the road team. Agreed. I also think that this is Sean Payton's just trying to get uh, Wilson out of the fucking off the team. Maybe I'm not saying he would like throw a game, but I'm definitely don't think he's like really game planning. Like I don't think, I don't think they like each other you know, at all. I don't think they like each other either. So I have a feeling that like it's not gonna, it's not the best situation for Wilson to be like playing against a team that is this good. So I like, I like Miami. I think keeping it up this, I bet this goes over seven points by like Sunday. Yep. All right. Uh, next game, Indy plus eight in Baltimore. Now, Indy's been putting up some points for two weeks in a row here over. They've, they've been over 20 points in both games. Now they played, they played Jacksonville week one. They played Houston week yesterday, uh, last weekend who looked, just looked absolutely atrocious. Indy. I think it's going to be Minshew at quarterback. I, I, so I, I, there's weird because the eight point seems like a lot, but now we're talking like Baltimore at home. I feel like this is, this is Indy just has been playing maybe not so great of teams. Even, yeah, Indy even, sucks. Yeah. I like Minshew though. I'm going to take Minshew to cover. All right. Just, All right. just, just to be different. I think Baltimore yeah. probably crushes them, but I like, and that's what logic would li- say, but I'm just going to, I'm just going to, I'm going to put a little, I'm not, yeah, I'm not take so- some Minshew. I know I'm not sold on that one either. I'm I'm I'm, I'm very hesitant to take Baltimore, but since we're at home, I think I, I guess I'm a, I guess I'm a little more uh, comfortable. Houston nine and a half dog in Jacksonville now. I can't wait to watch the cartoon game. 
I'm sorry. This is the cartoon game, right? Or is that, oh, is it, no, that's that's October first. This is not the okay. cartoon game. I can't wait for the cartoon game. Everything, whatever. Yeah, it's gonna be so good. Oh my god. Uh, I know Houston's really bad. They're they're having a hard time scoring points. Um, dude, just take Houston. This is stupid. Jacksonville's not that great. Like, I, not nine and a half points better. I don't think. Right? Like, this is just a, this is not even worth talking about. Yeah, it's a division game. Yeah. Uh, okay, fine. Uh, New England minus two and a half in New York against the Jets. Uh, I looked it up last season because this is basically just a replay of last season with these two teams and their situations. Uh, I think I think uh, New England won ten to ten to seven or ten to three in one game, and then like seventeen ten the next game. So I feel like it what they weren't really that close in points. So uh, taking the Jets plus two and a half just doesn't seem like enough. Yeah, I think so too. I also thirty six. Don't Mac Jones isn't that bad. Hmm. He's got no one to throw it to. I, I mean, I like, I, I'll take New England all day on this. Yeah, I think so too. I, I, the, big difference, the, only- the big difference is same situations, yes, but like Matt Patricia isn't calling offensive plays. I think that there's right. very I, you know, The Jets defense might be able to score once or twice because they could probably pick off okay. Mac Jones times. I'll, t- I'll take the, I'll, you know what? I'm just going to take the Jets even though I'm, fuck it. Who cares? Yeah. Fun one to watch. Yeah. Just take the, I'm going to take the points. Uh, Atlanta plus three and a half in Detroit. What are your thoughts on Atlanta? Man, I I don't know what to make of them. They're 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 a scrappy team just like last year. Right, Ritter's no good. But yeah, it might not matter. Might not matter. They just can they can just run the ball. Yeah. I, I, what did you see? What did you see in Detroit last week? Uh, I really I really like them. I really like their offense. I, I really I really wish sort of Seattle's offense was more like Detroit's. I think they'd have more success in 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 the in the play calling and the style that they do. Um, but they still, both of them like to, you know, sort of prioritize running the, running the ball. Um, so I, I, li- I like what they do. I like the creativity that they, he puts together and, and draws it up and stuff. Three and a half points is a little, I'm, I'm a little surprised. It's not a little more than that, you know, with Atlanta coming in there. Um, shit. Uh, I feel like I got to take the points though. You got to that half a point yeah. makes all the difference. Yeah. There you go. Okay. All right. Uh, New Orleans plus two going into green Bay. Uh, I feel like again, I'm just, I'm just going to take the points on this one. I'm going to take Green Bay. I think New Orleans is kind of bullshit. A huh, little bit. A little, flop, a little flop in there. Yeah. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna, to... And Green Bay at home makes... Uh, that's Green Bay at home is a, a real thing. Like, the, New Orleans isn't playing in a dome. It's not really cold yet, but, like, it's a, it's a difference. All right. We'll see. Uh, Chargers plus one in Minnesota. Uh, Brandon Staley might be first coach fired. That might be a little bet putting on the thing there. Chargers are terrible. Defensive. Yeah, they're scoring lots of points. They're scoring, like, more points than anyone else. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Minnesota, oof, I watched that game. I love Brian Flores. It doesn't look great on the defensive end. I feel like getting Chargers plus one with Brandon Staley, as you say, with his job on the line, feels like a gift. Yeah, I, I think you just got to take a point in, and, you know, whatever. It's, uh, it's not worth gambling on. It's only one point. I, I can see this going either way. Tennessee plus three in Cleveland. I wonder how, no. how, wonder how much that line changed after Monday. Oof. Uh, yeah, I don't know. Like, is is Chubb worth another three points or he's two points? So fucking good. He's so fucking so, good. He's so good. They they had no chance until he went down. Like they had no chance. He was yeah. cutting okay. through that defense okay. and it was just opening it up for Deshaun Watson. Now Deshaun's got to like rely on this other dude who seems like he was pretty amped up and played had a couple nice runs. But yeah. but I I think Tennessee's just better coached. 
I I like the points. Cleveland's coming out on a short week, shortish week. Yep. Uh, they and they're not only. I think their left guard got injured too. It was it. Cleveland's fucked. Thanks, Steelers. Steelers ruined <laughs> Cleveland season yet again. <laughs> I mean, I don't think you can go in. I think what hurt the most is that Chubb was the focal point of the offense, and now it has to be Deshaun Watson. And he's I just, not that good. He takes so many sacks. I don't know. I mean, he's he's yeah. he's an he's a sufficient still talent. Yeah, still talent. But yeah, he's lost something too, though. Here, I think in the last. Anyway, late afternoon, Carolina plus six in Seattle. This one is is just, oh, man. I'll go uh, with whatever you tell me. Just tell me what to do. Well, I've I've uh, you fucked me last week, but I'll t- tell me this week. I fucked. I did fuck you last week. I tried to tell you the first week, I guess. So um, I'm going to take Carolina plus six. I think Seattle, again, they always play close games no matter what. I I feel like their their defense is going to allow uh, Bryce Young, who doesn't look that great at all, allow to sort of get some of the easy looks and the passes. They're not going to have any receivers. Did you see like, like, I know. I know, but they don't, but, but Seattle plays soft on defense and they don't, they're not great at rushing the passer. They don't get a lot of pressure. And I think they've done this before with like fucking Colt McCoy in Arizona a couple of years ago and like other quarterbacks, especially rookies where they're just like, no, no, we'll play it safe. Let him mess up. And then those guys usually just have a nice safe game plan and Carolina might try to run the ball a little bit more against Seattle. I'll yeah. take the six points. Seattle's always close. No matter what. I like it. All right. You should take Gino Smith. <laughs> I would, I would take Gino. Like if my gut tells me to take Gino, but I'm going to do what you do. I know. All right, fine. Uh, Dallas. All right. Here's another one. Minus 12 double digits here in Arizona against your tanking Cardinals. Uh, d- d- yeah. Um, here's what I got. I, I think, I think this quickly, I think that like 12 is insane. I d- 12 just feels insane. And, and I'm just going to, I'm just going to take the dog. Because I don't, Dallas might just like not play that hard in the second half. Oh yeah, they might be so far ahead. Yeah, they're not gonna they're not gonna risk fucking Micah Parsons getting an injury against a team that they can easily beat and just stave off up nine. You know. Yeah, I was thinking because it's not two touchdowns. It's it's uh, I'm still you know I'll still take Dallas because I think they can still beat them by two touchdowns and maybe even sort of take the fourth quarter off a little bit and just, they'll just sort of run it and, and draw the clock down in Arizona. I just, I think that defense just isn't going to let Arizona do anything. Uh, Chicago, here's another one, 12 and a half as a dog in Kansas city. You want to go or you want me to go <sighs> again? It's under two touchdowns. Chicago looks like atrocious. Kansas city's defense actually is, it keeps impressing me after the first two weeks. I'm tempted to take, I'm taking, especially at home, I'm tempted to give up the 12 and a half. I, Unless you give, out of it. Def give it up and hit, like right now, fucking Tua, I think is the number one for MVP odds. This is your week to bet Mahomes before he goes off. He's going to go off. This is going to be a go off game. I just feel like he's going to destroy this team. Yeah, and I, I think the offense is getting better. They're figuring out with the receivers. They're going to start, like, it's just, it's only going to get better, I think, from here, and 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 everyone's growing and, and fitting in. You know, like it's it's a lot of young guys on the offensive, uh, you know, the backfield and the and the wide receivers and all that stuff. They'll, I think, like, I don't think there's a problem there. I think they're just all still kind of getting in tune with each other. Yeah. Sunday night, Pittsburgh, my uh, plus three on the road in Vegas. If I take really my if I, if I take my heart out of this game, if I take my like fandom, which would make me just say the Pittsburgh is going to lose because I'm that kind of fan. Uh, 
You take the plus three of a team that just fucking destroyed the Browns like defensively and scored all those points. Like that was not a fluke. Uh, even if they can't get their offense together, and they Matt Canada will be the first fi- coach fired. If you really want to know the truth, uh, okay. I think yep. I think this not that he's a head coach, but if it's if there's a bet for coordinators, he's one. Sure. Uh, I I th- I th- you just take the points. Yeah, I think so too. And, and I just I'm just not a believer in Vegas. Uh, you know. Yeah. Exactly. All right, Monday night. Well, there's two Monday night games again. Why do they keep fucking doing this? This is I so. I don't know. It, they don't, it doesn't even make sense. Like it's like it, they start an hour apart. Like yeah, right. All right, uh, Philly minus five on the road in Tampa, which I think I don't. I think I can speak to both of us on this. I think we were both completely wrong about Tampa Bay. I love Baker Mayfield. <laughs> now, now you do. Yeah, I do. <laughs> I'm rooting for him so hard. I'm rooting for him so hard. Okay. Here, here's, I think, what we got lost in the whole thing is that, is that Tom Brady went away, and, and we just assumed that they were going to suck, but they still have a good defense, and they still got a lot of skill on the offensive side yeah, of the ball. They still have Godwin. They still have Mike Evans, and, and White's a decent running back. Like, And, and uh, there's another guy, Taylor or something, too, I think it was a rookie who's, who I just was reading about who like they think he might be coming on and take over the starting job or something, too. So watch out for that. Take the money Tampa. line. Take the money line here. Take Tampa Bay and the money line. Let's do it. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm going to take Tampa and the points here. Yeah, I take the money line. I think they could win. Okay, great. Uh, Philly's, last Philly's weird. Philly's weird. There's something we, it's weird to watch. I've watched two of their games, and they're weird. It's, it's two new coordinators, offensively and defensively. They're both new coordinators. Like They're not doing the same things they did last year. It's Yeah, there's, there's something It's a little... Um, it's it's a little off too, and maybe maybe it's like like we were talking about Kansas City where they they come through. It just takes them like half the year to kind of figure things out and 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 whatever. But because there's still a lot of talent on that team. Yeah. Uh, uh, last game, your Rams plus one in Cincinnati without Joe Burrow, maybe. Dude, fuck Cincinnati. <laughs> fuck, them. they're fucking cooked. And I know that like last two seasons they've come back, whatever, blah blah blah. I just don't think they have the same talent necessarily. Uh. I don't know. I mean, I haven't watched them at all. I think if Burrow's the, not there, obviously this is a Rams win. But I, th- I, I don't think the Rams are going to lose. I, just give me the Rams. That's enough. That's, that's yeah. all I got to say about it. Yeah. I, I, the only thing I, I saw something interesting about people were diagnosed Cincinnati's offense is that they basically just sort of run the same thing over and over and over again because they can because they're so successful at it. Uh, it's like there's not a lot of creativity or diversity to it, and they just kind of run. They do what they do. And, and they would kind of run the basically the same basic plays over and over again. And, and I, either teams are figuring that out and, or because Burroughs sort of hurt and like, it's just not having the, the same effect that they've had for the last couple of seasons that, that maybe uh, that could be a big reason why they're just, they're just, they've played like shit the last couple of games. Oh, there's uh, still, one more week of them playing like shit. I like the Rams. Yeah, I do too. I'll take the Rams. Great. Well, that's the show for today. Yep. Uh, keep your eye on the stars. <laughs> and don't hump any trees. <laughs> Peace.